Hello there, podcasters. Hello. Uh, we appreciate you, and we appreciate you as well if you've listened to the show live and then come back for a second tasting. Mm. Hey, yeah. Ross. Ross did that. Shout out to him again. Oh, Roscoe. and a shout out um, to Farmer Billy. Yeah. It's his birthday. That's right, it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I think it is the end of this week, but I don't know when he's listening to it. So it would be, you know what I mean? So let's yeah. just, yeah. yeah. To you. Happy birthday, dear Billy. Oh, yeah, Billy boy. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Yep, yep. Hooray. Hippity hip. Hooray. Hip, hip, hippity to the hoppity hippity who. <laughs> Why was he? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, our boss, Jack, had his 30th birthday on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Love little shindig on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, Jace, who is one of our weekend announcers, when they sang happy birthday, mm. he was so stoked because they sang happy birthday and out of everyone there, he jumped in confidently with the hip hip. Oh, no. did he get he, it? He was like, yes, I've always he wanted to be it. the hip hip guy. And he was like high-fiving me. It was like a real achievement. That's exciting. <laughs> and considering Jack's whole family, his wife's whole family there, yeah. and just a ring in from work, mm. stole the hip hip power. I think that's fine to steal mm. the hip hip. But I think, you could, I think you could get a psychologist sitting down looking at the group and going, oh, well, I can say a lot about this. You do, you know, like the person looking, like, is anyone else going to say the hip hip? And if you ever went in with the hip hip and someone else did, yeah. It's like when you start a clap. It's the best. Oh, uh, see, I don't like the starting a clap. I don't like starting a I'm clap. I never, a, no. I, I like love to starting follow. a clap. I love starting a standing ovation. Oh, no. I don't uh, like no. the standing what? ovation. What's going on? I don't like all that. I don't know. Well, if you if you see a great play. I'm generally not a standing ovation person. I know so that's if awful. everyone else stands up, you sit down? Oh, I, I'm a joiner. No, I you join in everyone, but, but you I don't, don't like to. the forcing of it. Like, mm. I, I kind of go, I always like them. I'm a loud clapper, mm. but I'm never the first. I don't believe you should have to stand just because everyone else has stood. But you would you know? stand. You wouldn't say seated in a standing oh, it, ovation it be, it's situation. A, it's a bit of a much, muchness for me. Depends. Mm. I'm mm. off it because no one does a full standing ovation as much these days. I'll, find, I'll tell you after Thursday. You'll get one there. Chicago. Yeah, but then it feels obliged. Yeah. This is a problem at the moment. Everyone's doing standing ovations, whether it is a good one or whether it is not one, because there's a, uh. the expectation that it's opening night, and it's like, of course you're good, uh. but then now we don't stand out. You know why I don't believe a full house of standing ovations? Why? It's similar to when you go to Google reviews. If they're all positive, <laughs> you, you know, like sus. if there's not some a couple of uh. negatives in there, you know that they're all fake. Mm-hmm. If everyone stands for a standing ovation... It's not a real one. If I ever get a standing ovation, I want three or four people with their ass on their seat saying, "No, nah, I'm and not you look at them it. and go, thank you for the realness. Yes. And then you go, so the other ones are legit because one person might stand yeah. for the standing ovation. Yeah. Everyone else has just joined in. When they're all, that sucked that I'm standing because one person stood. I wonder what that but says about stand. you that you like to start it. I don't know. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> Please don't. He uh. suffers from come first syndrome. <laughs> Always, Always wants to. I went. I went and saw um, Tom Gleason. Gleason. Which one? Gleason. Gleason, best comedian. Um, and he did this big routine on trying to be the one that was the the last. So he always, uh, when he goes to think, he likes to be the last. Yeah, that's why it, it doesn't work when we hang he out. He goes. Together. There's always someone. No, you like to be the first. He likes to be the last. Yeah. So he does this like thing, and someone else will. So then he has a competition with someone in the audience. Oh, to be the last clap. I've seen that yes, sketch. It's yeah, good. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so he waits, then claps. Yes. It'll be the last one, and then he'll hear someone. And he'll... <laughs> the guy on stage just wants to go home. <laughs> <laughs>
Now that I would give a standing ovation to him and the crowd for. I wonder yeah, if he's funny. got it on YouTube because it's really funny. Wait a, wait a, uh, <laughs> that and the phone one. The phone one? He did the phone one. And the phone one he used to do probably around, oh, he would have done it 15 years ago. Probably. About how everyone's got a phone. And he's like, don't Google. Like, you know how it's like, oh, it's not true. I'll just Google. No, don't Google. No. Yeah. Like, just thought, and it was when, yeah, it just sort of came out that everyone had their phone. Well, back then Very you good. just, well, if someone told you something. You'd just be. You believed it. Yeah. yeah. And I miss you, those days so much. <laughs> and if you wanted full confirmation. You had to go to an encyclopedia. No. Britannica, no. no. Grandma or grandpa. Uh, who if, would tell you to go to the encyclopedia. But if you confirmed with them, if yeah. you're like, is this true? And they said yes. Yep. You were like, the elder has spoken. Yeah. Now. Mm. Elders are just there. <laughs> no one comes to visit me anymore. <laughs> yeah, they've got their iPhones. They don't need my brain. <laughs> All right, let's get into today's podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Our number's 131060. You can call at any time, especially now. First calls, Jesse and Chermside. What do you want to say? Uh, my dad's a pretty gullible man, unfortunately, where he's in his 70s and we taught him how to use a computer a couple of years ago and then he had this thing saying, Microsoft needs to access your computer, please click here. He clicked it, his webcam came on and he started just sitting there and waving at the webcam even though he'd come in and asked us what to do and we said, shut your computer down. He just sat there and waved and watched what they did. Oh, that's the one oh. where they get access and they can log in and get your all your details for your online banking and watch you using the computer, yep. isn't it? Yep. And they have a big business that they run. Oh. So. so has he lost any money from it? No, no. Oh. Luckily, my mum got it in time. But um, did they, yeah. Did they threaten to release the footage of him waving? Just waving? At the- <laughs> a cute man? <laughs> yeah. Innocent old man, old man waving the webcam. Yeah. I've been scammed heaps of times. Have you? Like, yeah. But you haven't fallen, fallen for it, though? No, not fallen for it, but I had, like, um, my Maya card stolen, like, back in the day when you used to be able to use the Maya card. It was like card. a credit card yeah. almost, wasn't it? Yeah, and that got stolen, and $5,000 got put in it, so mm. I had to go to the police, and I was only, like, 14, and they said that I was lying to my parents. Uh, oh, they, they thought you'd, they're like, yeah. nah, she spent up big on the lawn again. Yeah, and my mum was like, if she did, she would have not bought, bought furniture. <laughs> and they're like, good point. <laughs> it's a very responsible 14-year-old. Uh, good on you. Thanks for calling, Jesse. Ben and Ormiston, uh, what's your calling for on first calls? Hey, mate, uh, regarding the scans, I had my identity stolen uh, a couple of years back. They opened bank accounts in my name, apparently bought a van in my name. <gasps> And I didn't, I didn't find out for a few years until I had a federal investigator rock up and, oh. and hit me up about it. It's hard to convince them that it's you. Did you find that? Uh, yeah, they, I applied for a job. I was pretty keen to get out of the workplace I was at. And silly old me gave my tax file number. But it was so legit. There was like an hour-long, um, hour-long phone interview. And um, all these emails I asked for my shirt sizes and everything, and then just disappeared off the planet for two weeks, and then didn't think anything of it for a few years. Wow! Oh my goodness! You know what? You love to have met the person who stole your identity. Like I would love to sit down and and speak with them. Yeah, it was a massive. Heaps of people got done. I was one of the lucky ones because people got ripped for a lot of money. But yeah, I didn't. I wasn't out of pocket at all. It just takes me a lot longer to get my tax done now because security. Oh, right. oh yeah. yeah, how annoying. And like bank loans and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're um, talking like it's exciting, but it's annoying, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. It takes so long to get my tax done now because of security. Oh, every time. Uh, wow. My Medicare card got stolen like that. 
and they did my identity through there. What'd they get? They buy a van too? No, they got like, <laughs> they went to the doctors and got money back. Remember Medicare used to give you cash? Oh, yeah. Oh. So there was another, yeah, Abby Coleman going around. Like, but wow. I never got to meet them, but I was the same. But I had to go to the police every time I got, like, I was questioned. Imagine if you had one of those online accounts where they have all your medical details like they've got now. Yeah. Like, Woman, there is so much wrong with you. <laughs> you had a circumcision? <laughs> <laughs> Cash back. Uh, yeah. Hey, Matty Boy from Darragindi. You want to talk about self-checkouts? Hey, yeah, guys. Good morning. Um, I just want to see what you guys think of them. I work at a retailer that has self-checkouts, and I reckon they're the best thing since sliced bread. Um, do you guys like them? Do you think they're a waste of time, or you'd rather be served by someone? Or I don't like. I like. I like them until you put something in the bagging area and it fails to register that you've put it in the bagging area. Toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never. They don't notice. Oh, toilet really? paper. Yeah. So light. I like to pick it up, put it back down, and then say I'm using my own bags. But it's hard, isn't it? Matt, does it take away any jobs? That's what I always get concerned about. Um, we get that a lot. We get a lot of flack for those kinds of things and not being served by someone, but it actually helps us save a bit of money to put team back onto the floor to make it look a bit better, Um, get more stock out, um, serve customers that are looking for items and things like that. And you don't have to make small talk on the checkout seal. How was your day? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? We get a a lot of customers that love to come through with their AirPods in and just, you know, head down, love to get it done and then straight out the store. Do you miss this though, Matt? Uh, Is that check savings or credit? (laughs) Spendings. I've never heard that. Haven't you? You've never heard that. How how many times have you heard it in your career, Matt? Um, Quite often, but now we just say cash or card. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i got cash. You haven't seen that in a while, have you, hey? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or when you're waiting for it to process, I'm pretty sure there's money in there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling, buddy. We're only saying it because it's all stuff we've said before. Every day. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Gold medal scam. Fell victim to a scam. Ah, scamming. It's the... New piracy, isn't it? Like back in the day, be worried about pirates on the sea. Now there's pirates <laughs> in your laptop. Oh right, I was like, where is this going? Where yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, uh-huh. no, that only came like, to mind. Piracy. Are we dubbing over video? Scammers of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it just came to mind because there was a thing about like you know, there's still some real life pirates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My friend was going sailing at Croatia yeah. and they gave like a warning of pirates, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, sounds sexy, and they're like. It's, it's nah, actually yeah. not. They just come and rob you and take your boat. Yeah. There was something on a current <laughs> affair a couple of days ago, and then Xander was like, Dad, pirates are real? I thought they were fake. Anyway, uh, there are pirates in your computer, and um, a couple of our producers, so Siobhan, our executive producer, received an email, and this has been going around. I think mainly men fall victim to this, and that is they receive an email from someone saying, we have your password. And they send a password that you've used. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people use the same password for many websites. Yeah. And they say, it's an adult website. We have video footage of you doing things whilst watching this adult website. Which mm. often works because a lot of males would freak out and go, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Um Abby, our other producer, also got it and went, never watched it in my life. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. I got it and went, sweet. (laughs) Dare (laughs) you. Bring those on. Well, they say, send us like $1,400 to this account right now or we're going to post this um, in your friends group on Facebook and all your family will see it. It's obviously working for them to keep sending all this. I guess if you spam that many people, the numbers are going to work eventually, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, And then we were sort of talking about this uh, in our meeting the other day and then our video whiz kid Parente 
who does all of our online stuff, uh, told us to check out a website where you can actually see where your data's been compromised before. Yeah, so the way they trick you... The way they trick you with those scams is they sometimes have one of your passwords, maybe it's an old one, maybe it's a current one, in the text of the email. Yeah. And so the way they get that is, over the years, every now and then, a website will get hacked or compromised and some data will get out. Um, there was a big one for LinkedIn a few years ago. So you're saying stuff that we subscribe to. Yeah, so yeah. something you put your, put your username and password into, every now and then, unfortunately, they get hacked. And the way you can find out what... Uh, where, where your data's been leaked is if you go to the website haveibeenowned.com but owned is spelled with a P so it's haveibeenpwned.com and put in your email address don't put in anything else if you put in your email address it'll tell you where that email address is attached to an account as part of a website that's been hacked. So that's so email address... really like your Yahoo exactly, or your Hotmail exactly, one. Yeah. So like it doesn't mean that one. your Hotmail's been hacked. It means that you've logged into somewhere uh, with your Hotmail and then that place has been hacked and potentially yeah. they've gotten your username and password. Because everything, the username is pretty much your email these days. Like you log into Facebook, exactly. yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. Um, everything. Oh no, I've oh, no. been owned. So have I. So it says six breaches for me. Um, I have five breaches. KO... So they're saying that that got um, hacked so yeah, in 2018. All so yeah, right. There you go. So last and year, a collection of 42 email addresses and plain text was paired with it. I don't even remember any buying anything for that. My Fitness Pal. Have you got My Fitness Pal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dropbox. Yeah, Dropbox was a few years ago. MySpace. Yeah, I don't even have a MySpace. Oh look, if that person who breached MySpace could send me what my password that is for great. MySpace, because I've I can't even. I'd love to log back in and see but what's this going is so on confusing. on that. It's saying in 2016. Oh, right. So back in 2008, no, it was hacked Mm. in 2008. And then in 2016, the data was offered up for sale. So people hacked it, then we're trying to sell it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And often they'll threaten the people, the the website, and say, if you don't give us a million dollars, we'll post all these username and But that was a dumb hack, really, wasn't it? Because I mean, the people that have MySpace. But they hacked in 2008. I know, but. Oh, no. My LinkedIn has been breached. (laughs) Keeping it relevant now. (laughs) (laughs) So what they do, I'm guessing, is they'll take that username and password, try and assume that most people use the same password for everything um, because it's easier to remember. So will they then go, hey, Matty Acton, this is your password. You've been on Pornhub. We have vision of you. And they kind of take a gamble on the fact that that you'll go, oh, my God. Yeah, sort of. So what they do is they have this data, and then usually the person who hacks it doesn't really care about the individuals in that data. They'll just put it online and say, hey, I'll give you 50,000 usernames and passwords for five bucks or whatever. Yeah. And then people will pay to scrape all that data and send out, as you said, hundreds of thousands of emails like that and just hope that one in a thousand... Uh, believes up. it and yeah. then pays us, and, and that's fine. If you if you get a thousand emails for fifty bucks and you get twelve hundred dollars out of one person, that's a good return on investment. Yeah. Oh all, god, all hookers numbers. has just been um, hacked, guys. I saw that too. It comes up with the recent breaches. Mm. What's hookers? Well, I guess it's what you'd imagine, Maddie. <laughs> I don't know. I'll click on it. Seems legit. Um, so, how would you say you stop it just by changing? Yeah. So the the main thing is. To not have the exact same password on every website, even if it's only slightly different. Oh, I do, and then it just gets so confusing, it does get doesn't it? Because you it get that get standard confusing. one, but I have started changing it. But then you always forget it, and you've got to get an email. The other you? thing you can do to make your life easier is the big companies, Facebook, Google, so far have never been hacked, and they obviously have a lot more invested into that. So yeah. if you ever have a website where it says you can make an account or just log in with Google, oh. you're probably better off logging in with Google because. Theoretically, yeah. that means that unless Google gets hacked, which is a lot less likely, yes. you're maybe more safe. And I've also lost, uh, realized that my Apple one hasn't. 
Like yeah, Apple, iCloud. Apple as well. Like and there's Apple nothing linked to that. Because well, that's the FBI, so you can't hack the FBI. <laughs> they've already got all your detail, haven't yeah, you? That's yeah, that's right. They, why, there is a guy that honestly has done a big thing about the the fa- uh, like Facebook, the mm. Facebook and um, Apple are completely owned by the government. It was mm. just to get out. That's what I believe. I know he wasn't allowed in Australia. <laughs> oh yeah, we were going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, but he honestly believes it. Can we, we get him on chat the phone? Oh, yeah. I would love to chat to him. I'm totally I'll on board I'll have to find that. out his name, but he 100% believes that mm. Mark Zuckerberg is just... Yeah, um, he was going to do a conference and they stopped him from doing it. Yeah. Smart man. Well, check out the website, Have I Been Pwned. It's like, have I been owned with a P? Uh, we'll get it up on our Facebook page right now. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. $10,000, that is what Alpha Bucks is worth every single time we play. 7 and 8 a.m. is the uh, the time of the games. So we give away answers as well in the lead-up to make it even easier. So $10,000, let's give it away now. All right, going out to Cabo and Narelle. Morning, Narelle. Morning, how are you? We are good. You're even better because I hear you've got three answers already. I do. Fantastic. So you already know what your letter is. Uh, so yeah. you get 30 seconds, answer the rest of them, you'll get $10,000. Say pass if you don't know what the answer is to give yourself as much time. And remember, you can only use one answer once. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening so early. All right, you know that your letter is N for Narelle. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. First question. Name a Brisbane suburb. Number. Name a body part. Nose. Name something to do with a car. A nut. Name something somewhere it snows. Netherlands. Name a type of breakfast food. Noodles. Name a band. Nickelback. Name something you can wear. Nike. Name a fashion brand. Nike. Name a famous sports person. Huh? Oh, oh, you, you were, were going so well, and I was like, I had noodles the other day for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, yeah. at the yeah. W Hotel, yeah. no. August board. I know, I know. Oh, I'm just checking. That that sound is more the fact that we thought I, you were going to do it, Narelle. I knew that you knew when you couldn't think of Nick Kyrgios. You were like, I'm done. I'm done. If I could just yeah. think of Nick Kyrgios, I'm going to get ten thousand dollars. I know. But on the bright side, you got four hundred dollars. You got eight right. Well done. Oh, awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you. You were okay. flying, Narelle. Well done. Even even Nike. Is it Nike or Nike? I mean, we accept both. Yeah, we accept Not both. both. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Narelle, well done. Thank you so much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I love that song. It's a good song. It's a beautiful song. Sad song. But a beautiful one. Sad song. Why? Don't listen to the end. Don't tell her. Don't shh. What? The baby doesn't make it. If you tune out before the very last sentence, it's a beautiful song. I thought it was he was looking forward to his unborn. He is, but then they have a miscarriage. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm sitting here telling you not to tell her. I'm emotional. I might cry. Oh. Oh, that's really oh. It's really sad. And because the whole story was where everyone thought it was about his kid. And he's like, it's not. It's, it's about a friend of mine. It didn't happen to me. But yeah, it's very sad. It's oh, hey, Life's yes. harsh, Can hey? Please stop. <laughs> that's, yeah. What are you doing, man? It's life. It's life. Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know about you, Maddie. But I like to, um, I like to just get, I watch Stav in admiration by the fact that he just jumps in I know, he's and an says, idiot. You're an congratulations idiot. to a girl that has like this tiny bump. Nah. And I'm like, what yep. are you doing? Can the earth not swallow me up now? I can tell I've got a sense for it. 
I want everyone to stop because I think it's nice to give people congratulations, but mm. it's just too risky. And I just go, I'm, I've got sort of thick skin, but now I'm having awkward conversations with people because yesterday it happened to me twice. Really? Yeah. So I was, I was feeling all glammed up. We went to you Melbourne Cup, went and picked up the kids from yeah. childcare. The girls were like, love your colours. I was like, thank you. I had uh, two of my kids with me, so I picked up my middle one. He was walking and I had the other one I was holding in my arms mm. and one of the dads saw me. Now, the dad knows that I have another child that goes to school. And as I was walking out, he looks at me and sort of points and goes, you're going to need a Tarago uh, soon. Wow. And I went, oh, no, 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 they'll fit in the car. And I didn't think anything of it. And he goes, oh, yeah. did, oh, it hadn't clicked at hadn't that clicked. point. So oh. I went, huh? And he goes, well, soon. I went, nah, they fit. And I was like, have a good day. Got in the car and I went. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Were you in the same dress that you wore to Melbourne yeah. Car? Yeah. I'm not trying to give him excuses, but flowing dresses are usually people who are trying to hide things. I think it's because I pulled it really tight because I thought it would be good if I was tight. So then there was a bump after. I've had three kids. I'm like, I'm giving myself credit. Yeah. Like I'm going, eh. look, I don't, no, I don't no. even know what it's he's talking It's not to doing about. that, but it's just that now I have to have this old awkward conversation where he's going to constantly think I'm pregnant. Do I say anything to him? Oh, or yeah. do I just rock up at this kindy thing and just have a six pack? Yeah. Do you know, like, what's my mm. indication? Do I have to say this whole, like, well, I had drinks yesterday? Ask him for a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just this. Yeah. Awkward thing. Yeah. I, and I don't want to make him feel bad by saying oh, I'm not pregnant. So then I feel like I have to go along with the story. Keep up the ruse for, to yes. save his feelings. So it's just, I don't know why people go in and it seems to be men. Mm. Oh, I, see, men are idiots. Yeah, we no, are, I sent a text to your idiots. wife saying that because she said it happened to her the other day. So yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. It's happened to, to and that, you know, that could ruin the night. That can. <laughs> <laughs> when Esther, Esther came up to me, we were at a, at a wedding. She's like, someone just said, congratulations on being pregnant. Mm. And I thought instantly, there this we go. is the end of my day. Yeah. But she took it well. Uh. I took it I took it better than when I went home and told my husband it. Oh, God, because what did he say? All right. Huh? Huh? <laughs> All right. So, no, no, no. It's like you're supposed to go, what? what? What is he thinking? He's got rocks in his head. Uh. And I gave him all these scenarios of what he should have said. And he goes, well, you know what then? <laughs> wow. No, mate. So then I was like, you drink this drink and you have your last dessert. <laughs> We're going on a diet tomorrow. <laughs> Mind you, some people go the other way. When someone said it to you at Melbourne Cup, I got a little bit tetchy last year, remember? What? When someone said it to you and I... I you oh, were, I forgot about that. I was someone said it to me then as well. That was at a, at a ball. Someone mentioned it to yeah. her. And oh, for you... goodness sake, how many people have said it to me? Do you remember them all? Well, he clearly does. <laughs> Only because of my he's reaction. Pr- he's to bringing it up. Oh, your reaction was the worst. You made there it worse. You yeah. made it worse. Yeah. You made it you far did. worse. Know, and then you what... went and told everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, you're not going to happen. This guy thinks that Abby's pregnant. <laughs> At one point. <laughs> Can you, but, hey, over here, this guy just said that Abby's pregnant. Yeah, look at her. No. Can I get oh, on the hey, loudspeaker, please? <laughs> it was like, uh, come on. At one point, I, Sorry. I, I pulled you over to the side and I said, Dude, that guy can beat you up. Stop being all abrasive to him. And just so you know, when he starts punching you, you're yeah. not going to help. You're not going to help. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think, yeah. though, men have to stop bringing this up. I, If a woman was in labour, I was, still go, would not say, hey, you're having a baby. You, well, can you break this down for me? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, imagine as a man, if a woman came up to you and she was like, receding, eh? Oh, uh, yeah. That would be hurtful. I would love yeah. to know what the return is. Maybe it is that. How old are you now? Oh, I've just gone 50. Oh, but you're having trouble getting that up now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be so, that would be yeah. so hurtful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I just said if my if my tummy is like once my tummy is bigger than my boobs, you're allowed to say anything. But Mm. until then, could have just had a burger. You could have quintuplets in there, and you still wouldn't say anything. Be in a wheelchair, being pushed into Marta Mothers, and I'm like, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Hey babe, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Your finger. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. I woke up this morning and I realized I'm about to marry a wedding singer. Yeah, this is a new segment to the show. We were discussing one day that uh, if you go onto YouTube, some of the craziest songs have been slowed down that you would never use at a wedding. And when someone sings them nice and slowly, even mm. if it's about death and destruction, you go, that is such a beautiful song. Yeah, I was at a wedding where they did uh, the proclaimers, I would walk 500 miles. Real slow, acoustic, piano. And it was like, this is actually a beautiful song. I give it for <laughs> readings as well. Like, if people want a reading and they're like, I don't want a religious one, you look at song lyrics and you send them to them and sometimes they're like, oh, it seems so familiar. I really yeah. like it. His arms like, are heavy, knees weak, <laughs> palms are sweaty. <laughs> but anything, anything you slow down, it So, Conrad Sewell is in this morning. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. It's a pleasure. Uh, you got your brand new single, Big World. Make sure you go and get involved with that. But today, we have given you uh, three songs that are definitely not beautiful romantic songs. No. Well, I would have thought that you are above being a wedding singer, but I believe you actually did sing in the wedding on the weekend. The problem with me is that I just... If after a few beers, I'll just grab the mic. You just, like... I get paid quite a lot sometimes to sing at weddings, but now if you just want a free wedding singer, just invite me to your wedding and you pretty much get one. <laughs> get your mum to first. Did you kick off the wedding singer? No, I mean, it just... You said take five. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, but that no, because must... it gets to the when it gets late, late night, yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, come on, get up, sing a song," yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, not, yeah. and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all my arms." <laughs> okay. Must break, if I have to <laughs> break the heart of the wedding singer though, who's been slogging out all day <laughs> when they've been sober and no one wants to dance, and then you get like the crowd when they're at the yeah. peak. Yeah, felt felt pretty bad on Saturday night, yeah. but. You're Sorry, man. Again. They go, they go how was the wedding singer? Oh, he was good, but then call it So you're taking these non-romantic songs and you've uh, romanticised them to turn them into wedding songs. This is your challenge. All right. Yeah. So your your first one, I believe, was Eminem. Yes. yes. We've, got, we've got a bit of um, Slim Shady of course. Um, for my beautiful bride-to-be. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm just going to need some um, some beautiful chords for this one, so... Uh... Slim Shady All you other Slim Shadies They are just imitating No, no Slim Shady And all the other Slim Shadies They are just imitating That's good. That's beautiful. All right. Oh, uh, the original. <laughs> <laughs> Next up uh, on stage, I'd like right, to okay. welcome back the wedding singer um, for a, a beautiful, beautiful song that's all about running away from love, <laughs> Nelly Furtado. Do you want to play away? It's already slow, but the, the lyrical content's not great for a, mm. for a wedding. Which but... people don't check the lyrics no. when they choose a wedding song. November rain. <laughs> Smack my bitch up. I said I am like a bird. I want to fly away. 
Cause I don't know where my soul is And I don't know where my home is Beautiful girl I said I am like a bird I'll only fly away I don't know where my soul is And I don't know where my home is It's a great slope We just moved in together, idiot Oh, you want to fly away, do you? You want to fly away, do you? On our special day Oh, oh that's good All right, it's romantic now, All right, one more This is this is going to be the biggest test Conrad okay. Sewell is in Doing the wedding singer challenge I want this is like The walking down the aisle song Okay, okay? okay. This, is, this is just like The bridesmaids have come And you've got that over and done with But then she's got the special song All right, any the song the walks down Slowed down Can be okay. romantic Oh, God Barbie girl into a wedding song. Okay. You're welcome for your career highlight. Thanks for coming in and doing the <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Check out the video. It's online now on our Facebook page. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Leo. Uh, Lizzo, not Leo. Your I love. I know. Look her up on Spotify, by the way. You can give way. the backstory of where that song has Do you featured. Want? Okay. So okay. <laughs> uh, that song originally released in America many years ago. 2016, pretty sure. yeah. 2016. Uh-huh. Um, so she's re-released it here in Australia. It's a massive hit. Blockers was a movie from mm. a couple of years ago that had John Cena on it. Yes. Mm. Um, it actually plays in the credits. So she is definitely getting her money's worth out of that song. So she should. It's quite a on. happy song. It's a great song. But look her up on Spotify. Her other stuff is amazing too. Her song could be your Vegas theme tune. Oh, yes, it could. Yes, <laughs> when you think about it, because if those of you that haven't heard, Maddie is going to Vegas. This uh-huh. all started because my husband keeps saying he wants a boys' trip, and every time I do anything wrong, he goes, you know what, babe, that's fine. Oh, I should go on a boys' trip boys to trip. Vegas. Yeah. He's got two boys' trip points already, and I still don't have my boys' trip blackboard that we need in here so we can mark a little, etch a little line for our boys' trip points. Okay. Uh, so Manny says that he could go to Vegas, and I'm trying to point out that you're not a Vegas boy. He's Maybe you Vegas were guy. when you were DJ Party Boy, but you're mature, and you're like the oldest person in the group. I don't like hangovers, that's correct. Yeah, and you like to go home at 10. And I'm trying to tell you, there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. It is a great attribute. You just have to admit it. I do want to bring up a gripe with you, by the way. Yeah. Yesterday we were at Gambaro's. And I was talking about you, we ha- the had person a- next to me. I did make eye contact, sorry. Time. How old was that surgeon? 55. Yeah. Um, I did not appreciate yeah. you getting the 55-year-old surgeon yeah. to tell me how wild Vegas is yeah. and saying to me... There is no way you could do it. Yes. He goes, I didn't sleep for six days straight. There is no way you can do it. This is and what do you I'm know saying. What? He actually has frequent flyer points, the splendour in the grass. He goes each year and oh, camps. Right. And He's I old knew, enough to be my dad. I, I can out-party you. you were like, oh, that must be horrid. <laughs> what horrid? 
No, there's was... no way you could even do Splendor. You're just not that boy. I know the partiest, partiest people that have ever partied, and they've been broken by Vegas. Scotty's already been to Vegas, so we're we're familiar with it. I I lost him a couple of times. I'll be honest, and we were on our <laughs> yep. honeymoon, yep. so it's very hard to normally yep. leave us alone. I on used to. Be a party guy, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Used to, I used to be club DJ. Yeah. 2 a.m. is when my sets used to start. We get it, mate. 2 a.m., right? Yeah. And I used to party hard. And I have done a full two-day bender before. 100%. But you've given that up. Yeah. I met the love of my life, had a family, and I'm happy to be so that person now. So then say it right now, and we can get this all over and <laughs> done with. Say right now, I am not a party boy. I'm not a Vegas boy. Just say that. I... Can bring that right, party boy. Go. All right, so you're going to be handcuffed He's to there. my husband during R and B Fridays Live, and we just want to know what are the rules? Thirteen, ten, sixty. Because Maddie in the meeting said, um, <clears throat> "Just I was just wondering. So no. when does it? When, 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 when do when I get out finish? of the handcuffs? Yeah. I said, "Well, yeah. when you say it." When you and he say goes, it. "No, no, no." But like, I've got stuff to do. So is it like the Saturday? And I was like. Whenever you Whenever say you it. Whenever you say it, it goes on. You well, can stay at my house and Scotty can stay at yours. I don't care. I have well, cleared the whole weekend. Scotty is the, the biggest party animal that I've ever met. And what we're saying is if I can survive R&B Friday's handcuffed to Scotty, yeah. then you can go Maybe to Vegas. be Vegas ready. I can uh, Vegas ready for yeah. a boys' trip to Vegas. Yeah. Now, the issue is, what? so what you're saying is, am I just handcuffed to him in debt? Like, the, yes. I, can't, I can't win this challenge if there's no end to the challenge to prove that I can do it. Well, I guess the end of the challenge is when Scotty goes home. Okay. Yeah, so when, when you, when when you come home, when, Scotty when you finishes get partying, Scotty home. Yeah. yeah. Because so when you deliver Scotty to the door, you can either stay at our house after that, I will release the handcuffs, and you can either sleep over or I'll get a taxi for you to go home. Because I know... So when you get Scotty home, I guess that finishes. Yeah, because that's his. That's him partying. That's his, his yeah. gone. That's my but night. But 13, 10, 60, any other rules? Like, should they have a little bit of a long time? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, off handcuff? Mm. Two. No, Scotty won't care. No, he won't care. No, <laughs> I there's care. no rules there. The only request I have is I think there needs to be room, like it has to be a long chained hand- handcuff, like half a metre or a metre. Oh, I think that might be dangerous in the crowd. Yeah, you well, might garrot I, I someone. Need, I need space to dance. Scott, have you seen Scotty dance? That's exactly why we need chain between us. Because he, he likes to get, he likes to get like R and B is a bit sexy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't want him grinding on me. Okay. He I won't. don't need him chowing. He'll be grinding me. on me on the other side, and Esther will be on the other side <laughs> with me. Stay. I'll have well, to grind with way. him. Look the other way. Oh, okay. So we're going to be handcuffed. Oh, yes. He's going to be dry humping you, and I'm I'm just going to turn my back and have my arm just wagging. You'll be dancing me, with Esther. That's going to be. How are we gonna, yep, gonna that's exactly like, what it's going to look like. It's going to look like Psy doing the Gangnam Style. Yes, that's exactly what it's going to look like. Yes. Can we please get this on the camera? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 yes. Okay. So for this R&B Friday Live, when I am handcuffed to Scotty, we need to lay down some ground rules yes. for the challenge. Does it finish when you get Scotty home? Uh-huh. How long is the chain? Is it just zip ties? <laughs> 13, oh, we can't, can't be zip ties. Why? I've got some. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take your calls next. And I do. I feel like this is the theme song. It is your theme song, yeah. Baby, right. how you doing? Uh, the rules. Uh, we'll get you on next 13, 10, 16. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> Matty is going to Vegas on a boys' trip. If he can spend a night with my husband, 
Pen chain to him at R&B Fridays Live. If you can survive that, then you can go to Vegas. It all came about because your husband has been planting the seed for a boys' trip for quite a while now. Every time he comes on the show, he mentions it. Well, he didn't do a good job. Yeah. He didn't get so the form. I get a boys' weekend away somewhere, apparently. Scotty, you're one up at the moment, right? Now's the time to bring up any grievances. I don't know. Let's just do a boys' trip, eh, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. Another mark on the board for another boys' <laughs> trip. Yeah. Silly. Silly trip. <laughs> We're going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. Yeah. I'm helping you this weekend, actually. I'm sending him down to the Gold Coast to have a boys' weekend. Well, that's I a, want the boys' so trip normally to he'll be like, oh, I'm not going to have a big one anymore. But then it's a week later. And... <laughs> you don't believe that I could handle Vegas no. if we have a boys' trip? No. When the boys' trip goes ahead, by the way, uh-huh. everyone's invited. If okay. you're listening and you want to be on the wildest boys' trip in I'll, the world. I'll take a girl's trip to Vegas. Yeah, you can, I don't, we don't care what you do. We're on a boys' trip. <laughs> oh, my God, what are you guys doing? Can we come to your party? No, Maddie. Oh, no, we don't want to go to your party. Once you see our party, you're going to be like, can we come to your are party? Are you throwing down a party off? <laughs> Bring your party on. Oh, he just keeps on digging a hole oh, for himself. this is exciting. All right, I, we want to know, what are the rules, though? Mm, yeah, 13, yeah. 10, 60. We need to lay down some ground rules for the handcuffing. Uh, Fabrizio and Chermside, what are some of the rules you think we need? With the handcuffing, oh, I, was, I was willing to talk about Vegas and say, Maddie's, um, I'll have no dramas in Vegas. Because <laughs> the shopping's good? <laughs> no, it's really good. It's not that wild, really. Mm. It's not that wild? Uh, okay. What did you do? Just go and see Cirque du Soleil when you were there? I did, yeah. It was uh, really good. That one is good, yeah. And the Beatles tribute one's really good. Selena, do you, um, didn't you say Dion. that you wanted to see Celine Dion? I would Dion? like to see Celine Dion while I'm there. Boys weekend! <laughs> yeah, that'll just be a little bit in between. Thank you, mate. You, I'm going to take note of you, so when the boys' trip goes ahead, you'll be one of the candidates. Mm, then you can go and see the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Simone, I'm handcuffed to Scotty to prove that I can still party at R&B Friday Live. What's one of the rules? drinks this weekend. Ah, uh, that's a very good point. Drink for drink. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are oh, yeah. a bit a bit slower. No, he's got to keep up with me. <laughs> good luck to him. Is he having a midlife crisis? I'm going to be double parked the entire day. We'll drink responsibly. And, of you've, and you've only got one hand. And I'll be watching you. <laughs> that's right. But that sounds like a good thing. So all you got to do is just make sure that you stay away from the bar. That would be sweet. All right, Simone. Okay. Oh, Thank you very much. Thank you, Simone. We'll put that down. Yeah, he's really going the other way. Courtney in Castledine, uh, what sort of rules do you think we need while these two are handcuffed together? All right, handcuffs are difficult. Mm. So you need zip ties, but zip ties on zip ties break. So a zip tie around the hands yep. and then rope in between them. That's a good idea. How do, you, how do you know so much about this, Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> I'd use zip ties at work. Ah, oh, okay, okay, fabulous. All right, All right. right. well, yeah, if you could, yeah. if you could give us your expertise, that'd be great. Right. So you're saying one, one meter length? You're agreeing with? We need space between us to move yeah, freely. Yeah, and... you've got to get in a cab at some stage, and you've got to move around. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I do. I'm happy with that. I can yep. take that. Yeah, you've got to be careful of people around you, though. That's okay. We can. Yeah, do you that. still yeah. stay close to each other. I mean, preferably hold hands. But yep. if you have to, you have that meter between you. We'll put some of that orange bunting on it so people oh, can see fine it. Then. Yeah, <laughs> you fine. know, then yeah. it's like yeah. if it's got high vis, yeah, fine yeah, then. it's your own fault. Yeah, <laughs> Alan and Ginger Lee, Bun- <laughs> bunting is hill party yeah, stuff, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> God, I hate me. It's totally fine. Why don't you just put tinsel? <laughs> <laughs> Alan and Ginger Lee, what do they need while they're handcuffed together? Scotty needs a microphone glass and um, tweezers, but I think you should help each other go to the toilet. Ah, I see what he did. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. I like that. That's 
good gear, Alan. Good gear. I like that. I, I can vacuum a little detective too. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens on tour stays on tour. Yes, indeed. Alan, yeah. I accept your challenge, but you're not coming on the boys' trip when it happens. You have, you've just, you burnt yourself there, Smeared Alan. Smeared your name, <laughs> Alan. Where, where am I on it? <laughs> you're, you're in the possibles. You've got to earn your way in. Your mm-hmm. attitude's got to change immensely. Hey, you know what? You can come on the girls' trip if you want. Sweet. That's going to be wilder. Well, <laughs> All right. oh, I've got Esther on mine. Oh, she is not going with you. Wow. Someone's going to stay home and look after the children. <laughs> 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 All right. Challenge next Friday. Me and Scotty Too Hottie handcuffed together at R&B Friday Live. If I survive it, I'm planning a trip to Vegas yep. with the boys. We'll take the show there. Flight centre, calling out to you. I will accept your call anytime when you're ready. All right? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Oh, Melbourne Cup yesterday. There was a photo finish. Yes, and then a whole heap of people protesting at the end of it because, um, and I didn't even realise, you're only allowed to whip a horse a certain amount of times. No, I yeah. do know that. Someone got fined yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. five yeah. times. Uh, but we're going to speak to a guy right now who we believe is very, very dusty. Uh, he's only 22 years of age, and if you look at the Courier-Mail today, you can see his entire family. A lot of them. family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of them have a share in the winning horse of the Melbourne Cup yesterday. Lockie Lansky, good morning. Hey, guys, how are you? How are you, buddy? How are you feeling? (laughs) I'm I'm feeling pretty good at the moment, to be honest. Um, Bit dusty, but feeling good. So, Val and Declare, how did you you become an owner in that horse? Uh, So, my uncle Paul, he uh, he bred it um, and he took it to the sales and um, didn't get what he was looking for and then thought he'd uh, hold on to it and thankfully he uh, offered uh, my dad a a share in it and he then um, passed it on to myself and my brother. Oh, would you do, was wow. your dad thinking about not getting a share in it? Yeah, well, he was. It's, his, it's the first horse he's ever um, got into, but he uh, he thought that it's probably a, too good of an opportunity to pass up, and yeah, look how it's turned out. So, uh, not complaining at all. Yeah. Can we ask you about money because I know there's a bit of a share. How much personally would you get from the win? Uh, it's. Oh, just under a hundred thousand, I think. Wow. What a good race! Don't say I think. You know exactly what you're getting, lucky. <laughs> I've already spent half of it. Yeah. Did you put a bet on your horse as well? Are you allowed to do that? Uh, yeah. So I got I got on it last year um, when it first opened in the um, prenoms. I I just got on it because I said I saw it in the uh, in the lineup and I said it. I just uh, I even had a joke to my mates. I said you should probably put the house on it. It was paying, it was up then. It was uh, two hundred and one to one. So wow. Wow. I got on it there as well, and um, I've had a few bets uh, leading into it. So you're a Brizzy boy. Um, your family is all all Queensland. To think that your uncle was going to sell this horse and never see it again, mm. and now it's won the Melbourne Cup. Um, I want to know though, and you may not know this information exactly. For the people who ran the Melbourne Cup. They would have lost money. So people come from all over the world. How much does it cost to get your horse into the race? Uh, so there's a couple of lead-up um, fees, but I think it's about 50000 to get into it. Wow. It's a horse that gets sent from overseas. Yeah. That would be so expensive. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a big show. It's not cheap to fly anymore either. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they have to get the leg room. What's <laughs> it like after the win? Because you see all the photos, you see everyone crying. What happens there? Do you go to a special room, meet Lindsay Lohan, all the other <laughs> celebrities that are there? Yeah, no, well, I think yeah, that's what I'm, we've kind of big deals for the next uh, 24 hours. Um, so we were, we were acting up a little bit. You were acting oh. up, did you say? 
Yeah, trying to. <laughs> All what, right. Do, does that mean you get to go to any of the marquee after that? Uh, they, they've got the winners, uh, winners' lounge, and then um, yeah, big bar. So yeah, didn't have to pay for too many drinks after that. What does the horse get? Because it's done the work yeah. too. Does it get an extra carrot or you know a scrub down? Yeah, I think it, it will get a get a few uh, few good weeks uh, into the next couple of days at least. Yeah. yeah, right. And the jockey, we're we're looking at him. He's there with all of his family as well. Um, are they? What, what's his kind of pay like? Is he allowed to bet on the horse as well, or can so. he just take a fee? Uh, I don't think he can bet, but he um, he takes a nice chunk out of uh, the prize money. So I don't think he's complaining too much. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. What exactly is the prize money? What did you? What was the whole amount before you split it? Uh, for four point four million. Wow. Oh my goodness! Isn't this the worst having such a large family now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. There are a lot of years. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a big tribe, so no, it's good to have everyone in on it. No, congratulations! And a lot of people are excited seeing yes. that there was locals there yeah, in the winning. Australian horse. Yeah, and um, yeah, Uncle Paul, does he make sure? Did he make sure everyone knew yesterday that if it wasn't for him, you know? Uh, he's kind of, he's a bit of a humble man, but he, uh, he had just a couple of swat little digs at us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, without him, it uh, wouldn't be possible. Are you flying back to Brizzy today? I uh, haven't booked a flight home yet, so we'll see, <laughs> yeah, okay. see what happens. Yeah. Oh, you didn't yeah. plan yeah. to come Shout on. out to your boss today, yeah. Loggy? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a big uh, big horse racing fan, so he said we'll see you next week. Right. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, not, not a, a court in the land would convict you for not turning <laughs> up to work, would they? After no, that. no, I don't, I don't think so. Anybody else thinking what I'm thinking? Well, Show horse? Oh, uh, oh. We'll pitch in, buy a horse? I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of money, though. How much did you pay <laughs> for your 10% chair, Lockie? Uh, so it was about uh, 8000 for the 10%. Um, so at the, yeah. Yeah, at the moment, it's looking pretty good. Yeah. Show horse? Yeah, we won't get any complaints. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Oh. Not to stab Abby in that. <laughs> yeah. oh. Good on you, Lockie. Thanks for calling, mate. You sound extremely hungover, so we appreciate you ringing us this early. Yeah, it's very hung, but uh, happy about it. Thanks, hung guys. dog oh, millionaire. You. There he is. <laughs> Lockie Lansky, uh, a 10% owner. Our producers of... have said we can keep the uh, the horse at Barton. Oh, Sam's yes. front yard. Yes. <laughs> no, you they're saying it. put up the money for the horse because they live in Barton. Oh, yes. Good <laughs> yeah. point. Go on, Barton. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a 2% share of your... We'll call it Barton. The horse Barton? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or Badon. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're going to play Alpha Bucks. That is tomorrow. It'll be Thursday, the 7th of November, 7 and 8 a.m. for 10 grand. Uh, we're not sure if it helps or not, but we just think it's nice to give it to you. Uh, the two letters. Yes, and tomorrow the letters are K for killer and H for Harry. Who's got five-year unlimited kilometres warranty and recommended by Fiona's dad, Suzuki. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Ten thousand bucks—that is what Alpha Bucks is worth. Every time we play seven and eight a.m. and on the half hour, we give you three answers to play. We we really want you to win this money. One person that was listening and got the three answers is Stacey from Redcliffe. Morning. Good morning. What would you spend uh, the money on? Oh, um, I have three boys who are pretty active, so to take some pressure off the playing the sports things and maybe have a weekend away would be nice. We've just Lovely. been talking about that all morning, yeah. saying it's so expensive, <laughs> yeah. the sport, and to drive Absolutely. there as well. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, you know that you get $50 for each correct answer, so pass if you can't think quickly. You know that your letter is J for Julia? Yeah. Um, yeah, so pass if you can't think quickly. Well done, hon. Okay. Okay, here we go, Stacey. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which is... 
Name something you'd see in the sky. Pass. Name something you wear in winter. Jacket. Name a leisure activity. Pass. Name a plant. Jasmine. Name a computing term. Pass. Name something you find at sea. Oh, pass. Name a male actor. Um, Jack Black. Name a body part. Jaw. Name an Australian politician. Julia Gillard. Name an occupation. Pass. $250. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Uh, you freaked out the first one and passed. You could have had yes. Alpha Sonic in the Sky. You could have had Jet. Or we would have taken Jupiter. Yeah, it's in the yep. sky. Yeah. Um, for something, uh, a leisure activity, not to everyone, but you could have had jogging. And for a computer term, you could have had junk mail. For some, you could see at the sea, wow. jellyfish or jet ski. But you got $250. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Anytime you have a dilemma, you can send an email. Dear Abby at hit105.com.au A-W-B-Y. No E. Uh, oh, this, one, this is from a dad who's really concerned. And he has said, I've edited it a little bit so it was very, very long. Mm-hmm. But he has said in there that he hasn't gone to a doctor to get advice okay. because he doesn't know how at this stage. Okay. So just putting it out there. But he said... I really need advice as I'm lost and frustrated at what I can do. My wife has always struggled with pressure and life situations and I've supported her with her need to be on antidepressants. I'll be honest and think at times we all get low and question if she should work towards getting off them, but I feel like my opinions mean absolutely nothing compared to a psychiatrist. I've accepted all this. This was until I came home and found my wife and my daughter home in bed having a day off with what they said was a mental health day. My daughter is only nine Mm. and has now told um, us she's depressed. My wife took her to her doctor without telling me and said that she needs to be on antidepressants. I'm absolutely devastated. My daughter has a very blessed life. She's not bullied at school. To my um, knowledge, there was no concern. She's always been a happy child. I do know that my wife keeps saying that depression can affect anyone, um, as she keeps telling me, but I feel like my wife has suggested what our daughter is feeling. My wife has insisted she wants to be open and honest with everything with my daughter, but I actually think that children should be children and not stressed about adult problems. She doesn't have to pay the mortgage. She only has to go to school. (laughs) Um, Unless a child has gone through severe trauma, I don't think they should be on antidepressants. Am I wrong? Mm. 131060. I'm on the dad's side. (laughs) See, um, see, I'll admit I've been on both sides of like mental health and I go I think there has been a lot of situations where people require it yeah my my best friend went in severe postnatal depression mm-hmm. she went to a mil- she got admitted to a mental um, institution and I saw her and she was out of it absolutely out of it two weeks on antidepressants mm. anti-anxiety she's like what just happened oh, wow. and we joke about it and she mm. needed it yeah but it wasn't her long-term plan to be on it yeah. And I kind of go, I, I feel like we're trying to be honest with kids about our struggles, but we're not honest because we don't let them watch adult we, movies. No. Um, you know, we have we have limits on those, like yeah. PG. So then why are we trying to have this no filter with kids and trying to express, ex, yeah. like share them our stresses? Wouldn't they, if she takes the um, child to a psychologist or a doctor, mm. wouldn't they be able to tell if she was uh, depressed and if she needed the 
drugs or not. Well, I guess, but she's taken her, and it's amazing. I don't know. Mm. What it's saying they're, they're, like, they're not just going to give them to a nine-year-old. No, but if you tried to get antidepressants, they no. give them to anyone. You can get them from the GP. So many times yeah, I went there for yeah. eating disorders, and they're like, would you like antidepressants? I'm mm. like, no, I need help. Mm. And why anyone is prescribing antidepressants without a mental health scheme, mm. I find weird. Because you... It's not just the tablets. Of course, no, you've you need them. You've got to do them, other stuff too. You've got to do other stuff. Yeah. You know, but doctors prescribe them because people need them and they can't afford it. But mm. yeah. What I think the the stress the dad's got here is that no doubt, mum sounds like she is struggling. Yeah. And it is a real thing, and antidepressants absolutely do help. But you've got a nine year old who's learning that behaviour from that mother. Yeah. You yeah. know, if if she's staying home because she's not feeling great that day. And then you have a nine-year-old in your bed. They're like, oh, this is... Maybe I feel like that too. And then when you go to the psychiatrist, the nine-year-old is telling them exactly the things that mum has taught them. A top psychiatrist got a warning the other day because came out and said, we need to make sure that we're not saying depressed because sad is okay, Uh but depressed is not. Uh And that most people that are on antidepressants are just dealing with life situations. Mm. I didn't get my car parked, it's sad, do you know what I mean? Mm. And he got a warning for it. I I would never put my nine-year-old child on antidepressants. See, I don't know if you could. That's what I'm thinking. thinking. I I know that the other stuff is though that it is rubbing off on her, but I don't think they would give the child, unless they were really, really actually depressed. But that's what I'm saying. I think they do these days. Well, 13, 10, 60, uh... Your opinions. Maybe you've experienced something like this. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. My dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you send an email, uh, dearabby at hit105.com.au with any concern you've got, you can remain anonymous. Um, I've got one from a dad who's concerned about his daughter. Nine-year-old daughter um, seems to be uh, following their his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother, sorry. And her mother has suffered from depression, is on antidepressants, and has now said the daughter needs to go on them as well. The dad's really concerned. Yes. Sounding like, um, and I'm, I'm just going off the story, making my assumptions from that, that mm. the nine-year-old daughter gets to stay home when mum's having a mental health day. So to her, she's like, oh, this is my thing with mum. We bond mm. over, over Being this. Depressed. Yeah, and watching TV and, mm. and stuff. I'm not sure that a nine-year-old has had enough life experience to... To be depressed? To feel depressed. Mm. Mm. Kathy and Logan, what do you think? Hi, um, yeah, I actually took my daughter. She was um, having a bit of difficulty coping with some changes that we went through this year. <coughs> Pardon me. And um, the doctor actually recommended that no no antidepressants. I said, that's good. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, they recommended diet, healthy exercise, you know, healthy changes first and recommended psychologists. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that, it's mind-altering drug like when you get on antidepressants it's because you know a lot of the time the chemicals in your brain aren't working properly and or you've got too much of one thing and not enough of the other so to do that to a young child is quite a big move like I would recommend going to a GP first and they actually would sit down with your child without a parent in the room that can you know influence them or have any say in the decision and they assess that child based on the things that they're saying to them and based on the questions that they ask, which I honestly don't know. I wasn't in the room, as I said. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm, yeah. That's uh, a good doctor. Anonymous is on the line. You work at a doctor's office? Yeah, so um, I work in a doctor's surgery and the number of mental health plans that are done through, you know, families and you see the parents come through and then the children and you think, you know, some of it um, is quite real and they've got had a trauma and 
um, you know, like you do see the number and you kind of, I just feel like I question sometimes how bad is it. But I definitely agree with, you know, Maddie on this one because I feel it is a learned, um, like a learned emotion when they're copying their mum and um, having their day at home because of a mental health day. This child doesn't actually understand exactly what a mental health day is. Mm. And yeah, it's like, a oh yeah, I get to stay home with mum and hang out. I don't have to go to school. Mm. But I feel like, you know, um, being put on antidepressants at nine, they're then going to go through puberty and become a young adult not knowing how to cope with their real emotions because yeah, they've been put on. And then they go into, you know, adulthood, have their own families, still not cope because they don't know how to deal with the emotions. It's you, know, cycle. They, you know what it's yeah. like after having a child, that hormone up and down. Yeah. And then having to, you know come out after, you know, they say your hormones are imbalanced for after two years having a child, and that's normal. <laughs> oh, I've still got an excuse. This is awesome. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Call anytime. Kylie in Debra, what do you think about putting children on antidepressants? Dead against it. Yeah. I don't agree with it. I had a daughter. She was in grade three. She had a, an anxiety attack for two weeks, and I didn't know what it was. Mm. I took her to the doctor. The doctor explained it to me, explained it to her. We went home. We had a bit of a chat. It was a challenge. We didn't do the antidepressants. Um, And she just learnt ways to cope with different things herself. Was it offered at the doctor's? Uh, No. 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 Well, chat to you kids. Kayla in Deception Bay. What do you think? Should kids be put on antidepressants? Hey. um, So, no, I... I don't believe it, and I do believe that's just for my personal experience, though. Mm. Um, as a child with a mum who has mental health issues, um, and I had no idea, like, until I, I'm 27 now, so it's been 10 years since I've even had any antidepressants or anything like that, um, and I feel honestly so much better than I did 10 years ago when I was on medication that was supposed to help me. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's I, it's so, so sorry, you said, sorry, did you say that you were put on antidepressants when you were younger? I was, yes. Okay. yes. And is yes. that because, was it hard, I guess, to have a separation from your mum suffering from depression? Is that what you're Yeah, it was very difficult because it wasn't just myself, it was my brothers who suffered as well. Okay. Um, you know, and and she didn't want to hurt us. No. They have like course, no intentions yeah. to do so. It's more kind of. Um, we're trying to normalise this whole being depressed is okay, like it's okay to feel that way, but, you know, you do need help. Um, and at the same time, my mum didn't probably have that support she needed mm. besides her antidepressants. So she kind of projected that on us, um, took us to the doctors, said my brothers have the, all these disabilities, um, and now that we're a lot older, you know, married, um, we don't really have a lot to do with her, which is really sad because... Um, you feel like you need she to. wants us to have yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well thank That's you for your call Kayla we appreciate mm. your honesty uh, thank you to everyone who mm. called in fact and we know that um, this family is listening this morning and hopefully that does help <clears throat> excuse me that does help them <laughs> if you have anything <laughs> choked up, I know it does sound like <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, choked yeah. up yeah. Uh, dear Abby at hit105.com.au Stav Abby and Matt on hit105 on That was totally unnecessary. (laughs) I I didn't make that. (laughs) Schoolies is about to start in a couple of weeks.
Um, and look, there's been a lot of parents that are concerned. Remember, they had a sponsorship deal with Tinder. Yeah. And they're like, hey, they're paying money. And then they had to say, no, school is, is not got a partnership with Tinder anymore after too many mums complained. I'm sure dads complained. Maybe. Heads up to the mums. Just because the Tinder partnership has been cancelled doesn't mean that they're going to not use Tinder. Yeah, completely. Uh, I know, but in their heart of hearts, they go, my child is going to be fine. But this is something a little bit different. I found it in the paper today. Uh, General Manager of Protect Corp joins us. Nick, morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Now, you guys have been around for some while. You do security, but now you're offering, um, or maybe a lot of parents are hiring you, to be security for their children. Yeah, that, that's certainly the that's certainly the idea, Abby. Yeah, we um, we're offering um, um, security services for people on for kids on schoolies, um, just to sort of fill in that gaps in security that, that may be there. Um, certainly, it's a great security operation, and the and the safety camera network on the Gold Coast is second to none. But there, there's potentially gaps in security when, when uh, perhaps the kids go off offline, maybe what they should be doing. So, especially um, when you've got like a door list and you want to give it to the security if you're throwing a party, we could have used. Oh that. yeah. I mean, yeah. I the the only thing that I really wanted to talk about as well is because I just I loved this. You said we don't stick out. It's our job to blend <laughs> in. And dress the part. So just wanted to know who's doing the shopping for schoolie undercover wear. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Twenty One Jump Street. Um, okay. The idea is that you know we 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 dress and posture ourselves professionally and that sort of thing. But um, the Gold Coast is a busy place. But we 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 can stay at a discreet distance. And I guess that's um, where it comes into the blind date aspect of it too. So are the kids um, going to know that you're there? Are the are the parents employing you and you have to hide from the kid, or do the kid know you're going to be there? No, well, that's not the concept that we're spying. <laughs> All right. It's it, it's more more so that we we are employed by the parents. The kids know we're there for their support and their safety and security. Right. And, ah, and uh, yeah. so there's no one wearing yowie suits or anything. We um we um we're would professionally posture and and the, the kids would certainly know that we we were there for their safety and security and you're not going to block them from hookups though are you like if they're like hey Nick, <laughs> they're security I, I am, they're not their not, parents I am going over to some girl Michelle's house don't tell mum if I'm not out in 15 minutes knock on the door and I will have to cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. I just realised we should hire them for you and Scotty going out next week. Why do they need security? No, we don't yeah, need... Yeah, would do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, think about your answer, Are you, you going to report no. back to my mum? <laughs> We've heard reports, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, to the yeah. wives. Mr. <laughs> and I could hire them. No, I mean, I think... I, all, all, all jokes aside, yes. I know that a lot of parents are concerned, and Maddie's spoken about it before with teenagers going out. You hear about, you know, one-punch victims, mm-hmm. and you just mm. go, there's a lot of pe- kids that are minding their own business. Yeah. You know, they're not mm. involved with fights, and accidents can happen. Completely. And it would be nice having security there to sort it out. Yeah, most definitely. And well, we, you know, our guys, we've got some incredible um, VIP, you know, trained guys, and these are the sort of people that would send. And um, they've, they've got behavioural awareness training and stuff like that. So it is about, you know, just the integrity of people having fun and all that sort of thing, just maintaining that. And so then people can be safe and secure and then go on with their lives. Nothing happens at schoolies that's ever going to, you know, Ruin a life. With their, yeah. Yeah. And imagine how badass you'd be walking around school. He's going, that's just my bodyguards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I noticed you said their behavioral, behavioral awareness, Nick. And this mm. is something I worry about with my son. He's about to turn 18. That mm. hasn't really partied much. You know, it's different now. They're on their phones a lot. Yeah. I don't know if he could walk through the valley 
and have the same sort of mm. looking. I, I always look ahead a few, mm. like uh, 50 metres, and I see if there's mm. two guys being aggressive on the right-hand side You're of the road, the road. I'm like, there could be a fight there, yeah. move away. Well, yeah. Do you feel like kids don't really quite have that concept anymore these days? Yeah, look, I, I, I would agree with that because um, for a safety mechanism, people just start looking at their phones and look down, and, yeah. and the street smarts that possibly that I fancy that I have from the mean streets of Noosa, um, <laughs> um, it would be um, would be uh, lacking um, for for the most part. So, and that's something. And we're happy to we're happy to train people and that sort of thing too. Um, and we certainly do that with women's groups down here on the Gold Coast. So, um, ensuring that people have just just an awareness, even if it's just across the road, sometimes it can really it can really change your night and possibly mm. change your life with those skills. Well, um, it's Protect Corp. If you're listening to this and your daughter or son is off to schoolies, get in contact with them. I think there'd be a lot of parents who are like, I'm down. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's book yeah, this in. thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Nick, thanks for calling up this morning, buddy. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Couple away from nine, Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt. Morning. That is the end of our show today. Uh, so we take a, a moment to kick back. Relax and reflect. Phone updates. I've updated my phone, and now when you text people, it goes to who you text the most often. So it, if I put your name in, it will automatically come up with stabs because I text you as groups, mm. which is really annoying. Yeah, those fun. pics are for me, not him. Wow. <laughs> it weren't very fun. It was a water slide. Oh. <laughs> you guys are weird, and I want out of that group text. <laughs> You're talking about someone else, and I said it to like both my mum and dad. It's just updates, so hard to get your head around, to get mm. used to. So thanks, but no thanks. Never update software. Cl- keep you say clicking that, but no. I, I don't like it when I've got that setting and I've got that one. Oh, the little little circle. Yeah. 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 Mm. Told you probably about a week and a half ago that uh, my two-year-old. Uh, said, Daddy got the boobies. Yes. Daddy got the boobies. Good boobies. And you're getting them out next week as well, aren't you? Maybe. For R&B Friday Live? Well, I had them out for my son when I tucked him into bed last night. And, you know, no one. No one looks good leaning over with no. him, just so you know. Thank no you. No one. I hear you, girlfriend. Thank you. Especially after breastfeeding, am I right? Thank you. I've had three kids. Oh, yes. Give me a break. The shape that you're in is amazing. You should give yourself credit God, you for talk, what you've you, achieved. You talk Thank like you. a Vegas boy. Thank, Thank you, darling. So thanks but no thanks to my five-year-old, who on his own accord last night oh God. decided to cup each of them uh-huh, uh-huh. and get them to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Does he see his daddy do that? No. How are you today? What did they say? <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> did you have a good day? I had a good day. I had the best day ever. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> thanks. Wow. But no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Back in five minute signs. Mm. They're annoying. Mm. Do you know why they're annoying? Because you don't know what the five minutes is. You don't know when it started. Mm. How long do I wait? It's been two minutes. Maybe they're just about to get back. I've seen one go as far as back in ten minutes. What's that all about? Mm. Can't wait 10 minutes. Sometimes you have to wait 11. Like, that sign lied to me. Mm. They should have... They digitalise them these days. Have a countdown on it. Oh, yeah? Like a little... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I just came up with that just now. Or they put, like, a time. 
So it's 10.54 and I'll be back in 10 minutes. Oh, you could just write it. It doesn't need to be digital. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know what? If it was digital, you know what would happen? Uh. It'd count all the way down from five, get yeah. to zero, start at five again and recount. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Because, you know. Yeah, you can have a whole day off that way. I think we might have something here. <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. Okay, Big Bad Brady standing by, taking your request for the free for all, 131060, going commercial free as well. Uh, Alpha Bucks returns tomorrow, and don't forget, Friday, 50 Cent Fuel is back. Yeah. Yeah, Pima Energy, big shout out to them. Uh, They've come aboard. We're going to have two locations. Download the Hit 105 app. That gives you a notification as to where it's going to be. You get a heads up before anyone else. Um, and they do their 50 cent coffees all day. Oh, as that's well good. On that day. Usually At all of them, right? Yeah, everywhere. Mm. Uh, Rodio, that's it from us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Hit 105. Test drive the new. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. That's the podcast, everyone. You made it to the end, which means you are special. Have a great day or evening, and we will hopefully see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Stav.